Hello, beautiful humans. Hope that you've had the most incredible morning, evening, whatever it is that you are currently experiencing. So I am so excited because we're doing things a little bit different here, differently here on Reignite Your Soul. And I had an incredible chat with a friend of mine, Melissa Byers, and I'm going to share it with you guys today. And the reason I share this is because I am so done with so many of these pre-programmed things. We feel like we should be doing out of obligation and all of these things when just tapping into our humanness and just going with the flow and feeling what feels good to us individually. That's really where we're going to find all the magic. So I'm on a mission to just chat with people and just break down all of this society BS that has just led us into this place where we are so disconnected. We're living in fear and I'm really like excited to be able to help you to reprogram all of these things energetically with what you would like to create. What is it that you would love to be able to live into? Because humans are like the most creative things ever. And like, we're the only species that can create with actual consciousness alone. Like, hello, we are so powerful. So being able to use that to create good in the world and create more love, create more community, a place where we all belong. There's no more hierarchies. This is the the vision that I have for this. So really excited for this. So check it out. We've got our amazing real talk with Melissa Byers. Oh, we are live. Yeah. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. It is Friday morning mm-hmm. and we are here to have a little amazing chat this morning. As my incredible friend, <laughs> Melissa Byers and uh, she, her energy literally just lights me up so much. So we just wanted to come and just share some energy with all of you guys yeah. this morning. Mm-hmm. I know I was like, when I got up this morning, I was um, on Instagram and I saw a couple, a couple videos. And one was a friend of mine who plays uh, music and he was singing and like playing his guitar and I was just loving it. And then there's another video of um, a, a couple and they were like dancing yeah. and it was their anniversary. And the two videos literally just like put me in the best mood right away in the morning. And then you sent me the, the gam, like the brainwaves thing. <laughs> And I was like, oh my gosh, like you just need to like, they always say like, don't go on your phone in the morning. Like, and I hate when people, when I get told what to do, I'm just like, I don't want to do it, you know, but it's like, yeah, like I hate when you get told what to do and it's like, people feel like they should, they shouldn't be on their phone, but then when they're on it, then they start feeling guilty about being on their phone because of the societal thing where they, they tell you that you shouldn't go on your phone in the morning, you know, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, for me, and I know you're the same. It's like everything about the feels. It's yeah. Like, how do you feel while being on your phone in the morning? Yeah. I feel freaking amazing. You know, yeah. if you're not feeling good while you're on your phone, then get rid of your phone. But if you're mm-hmm. feeling good and you're looking at funny cat memes and all of these funny things, <laughs> then heck yeah, do it. So we oh, wanted to come on here this morning and just share some love with everybody. <laughs> I love that you said that cat memes. So I did watch your story and I just started laughing like hysterically, of course, like on my bed. <laughs> and I love that you said that because I say that often and I say when you're looking at the phone because I know for me it, it makes it, it's not a good feeling for me so when I look at my phone in the morning I'm like okay is this helping me or is this hurting me mm-hmm. and then I'll like close my eyes and like okay this freaking sucks right now so then I'll get off right but I That's love good. the fact that you said like people tell you what you should or shouldn't be doing and then you formulate this like belief around it. And then as a result, it becomes your like current reality. And, and honestly, I don't believe that's fair. I don't believe that you should ever project what you believe is true or not true on anyone else. Maybe just like ask, like, how does this make you feel in the morning? You know what I mean? Like something as simple as that. 
but that's a whole other state of consciousness, of course, around it. But yeah, yeah. I love that you said uh, cat videos because I get lost in the in the memes. <laughs> Some the memes. of them are just hilarious. Like <laughs> any like memes, I'm like anybody, guys, if you want to like really get in a good book, send me some funny memes. Get into the DMs with some memes. <laughs> so Laura, uh, would you like to go on a date today? I'll send you a meme. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get my attention hundred <laughs> percent. No, I love that. So yeah. So how you been? This is just like a great coffee talk. How you been Laura? We're not in your world. I know lots is going on. I want to hear more. <laughs> I know I am now living on my own, which is so exciting. It's been like two years since I've had my own place here and I'm only here for like a few months until mid February because I've got a friend that's in the military and so he's gone right now deployed. So here I am getting to stay and rent his lovely, um, his place here. And it was interesting. I was back at home for five weeks with my whole entire family. Mm-hmm. And I knew that, but it was like so crazy. Cause it was like, so like there's seven of us all under one roof again, I think since high school, that was the last time. And like my sister and her family, my brother-in-law and my niece, mm-hmm. they just happened to have five weeks in between when their, their house closed to their new house. And then my dad had an accident at work so he was home <laughs> and then my brother he was laid off from work temporarily so he yeah. was home and then me and my mom work from home so it was like all of us there and like having to navigate everybody's energies and everybody's different emotions and moods whew, it was like a full-time job I tell you it was like incredible but it was so cool you know it's like I just loved it it was such a like good experience because it's like that's what life is it's about navigating and like yeah finding our own inner peace within the chaos. And I think it's like a pretty cool thing right now too, especially with everything going on in the world too. It's like, we have to learn how to find the inner peace within the chaos or else we're going to be in chaos the rest of our lives. Yeah. And, and I love, I love that you said that too. Cause like speaking on the topic, like obviously it's, it's not a taboo. We're all talking about it, COVID. Right. And I love the fact that you're sharing that piece of um, your life with everyone, because I'm sure so many can relate and my hands up because I can, most definitely relate. I have three boys who are quite emotional, <laughs> which is awesome because I'm all about managing your emotions, but yeah. there is times where I'm like, I just need, and as a, as a tool for me, and if anyone else wants to use this is I just, we create our own space within the day. So we, we do schedule ourselves right now because human beings do love structure and that doesn't happen with every family, right? So maybe some people aren't working and so on. So I work from home and my partner's going back to work, but he was taking care of the children. But what worked for us at the beginning, it was like, oh, this does not feel good. Like we need to do something fast because I'm going to, I'm going to say it like it's, it's rising. Alcoholism is rising. Drug, drug yeah. abuse is rising. Um, relationships are tearing apart. It is a difficult time. There's a lot of emotions that we're having to deal with and we're taking on things that we've never had to take on before mentally, yeah. physically, psychologically. So I, I, what we do for us and what works for our family is that I usually create a space for myself. So uh, that's probably in my room because I love my room because there's lots of light and that's what makes me feel happy. And aside from work, right, I will give myself about an hour. So I have no idea what I'm going to do. Um, sometimes I'll move my body for 20 minutes. I'll lay on the ground. And those of you that do not know me, my mom passed away. So often I'll like close my eyes and I'll talk to her and I'll tell her how my life's going, which makes me feel really fulfilled and, and safe and, and all that beautiful feeling. Or maybe I'll just sit down with the coloring book right? Just giving myself that hour and I come back. Oh my goodness. My boyfriend's like, you're a whole new person. I'm like, that's all I needed, babe. Like I will come back and start like 
my, we have a little slide here. My son got a slide, my one-year-old now start flying him down the slide and like running around with Cohen. And it, yeah, so that's what works for us is just giving ourselves like an hour. My son does the same. He'll go in his space for, in his room for some time and he'll do some activities. Uh, sometimes I'll make him run around the house 20 times to just get his energy oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll count and I'll time him. Um, as my one-year-old, my one-year-old's just like, oh, whatever, life's good. <laughs> so, yeah. That's what works for us right now, at least. It, it, and it's not always rainbows and butterflies. It, and it is, it is difficult at times and we are all readjusting I'm human and if I was to say otherwise then call me out my bullshit but yeah. uh yeah that's my truth yeah I love that because it's it's so true right it's like I think like there's so much shame in society behind like family dynamics and all of these things and we feel like we have to hide behind these four walls as to what actually goes on in our house and like you knew what actually went on in between behind all four like walls of like everybody's house. It's a freaking shit show. Yeah. <laughs> it always is. When you get that many people in one space, yeah. you need to set boundaries. Yeah. And I love how you shared about even just like having those clear boundaries and setting those expectations as to like, when I'm, when I'm feeling this way, this is what I need. Yeah. And then that way you, you set that expectation so that the other person understands that when you go away and lock yourself in the room, they're not like, Oh shoot, what did I do? Yeah. You know, yeah. right. Setting those expectations and setting that container. And I know for me personally, and I'm sure mm -hmm. it's the same for most people. It's like our parents didn't know these things. Right. So they just, they, we never got taught boundaries. No. So we always felt like we had to please other people and all of these, this people pleasing things. So it's like, we start like doing all of these things and then everybody starts burning out and then everybody's at each other's throats, projecting <laughs> emotions. And it's just, you're yelling at each other. It's chaos. Like that is normal. Yeah. But when you can start learning tools, like setting boundaries, mm -hmm. what are the things that make me feel good? I love how you said, like, you just set yourself that hour, like coloring mm -hmm. being able to talk to your mom, which I absolutely love too. And mm -hmm. like, just finding those key things that are like making you personally feel good. Like I know for me in the morning, like I said, I love going on Instagram in the morning and this changes. This isn't like something that like, it's like locked in stone, right? Like we, we make ourselves a prison a lot of the time, like a self-made prison. And it's like, okay, this is, this is making me feel good now. And then it's like, we don't feel good. We do these things. We still don't feel good, but then we keep coming back to them feeling like they should work or there's something wrong with us that they're not working anymore. It's like, no, we're constantly evolving. We're constantly growing. We're constantly changing. Mm -hmm. So be open to exploring new things. So like for me, like I've been doing Pevolve, which is like an amazing, like just like a home workout that I love. Yeah. I'll actually show you it because it's like it lights me up so much. Basically, it's like you just like kind of stand like this. Yeah. And it's all like super slow movements, and you're just like going really slow and doing like your mind muscle connection. And oh my gosh, it literally like it's I've never felt so fit in my life doing something so slow for 20 to 30 minutes. That is cool. So I'm curious, like not to get away from the topic, but yeah. just a quick question. I know your audience may or may not be interested, but <laughs> like, is this like a form of yoga? basically it's a very like it's almost well it's not it's like it's um like resistance stuff so you can have okay. like the, the weights the bands and all this stuff but because yeah. it's slower and you actually have the mind muscle connection it's a form of meditation yeah 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 okay. present. and it's like even when you're like going this way that they'll like you'll have to like focus on your abs like your arm like you're engaging all of your muscles like yeah it's the coolest thing ever i'm like obsessed with it so that's one of the things that i love doing um, obviously going on Instagram and looking at funny things like yeah. humor. humor. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, right. Um, and then like, like sometimes I'll literally just like put music on and just chill. Sometimes I just put music on and just move my body in random weird mm -hmm. ways, like stretching almost. Yeah. 
Um, like it's just super different in the summer, like going outside or some other things that like journaling, dancing, dancing, yeah, moving your body, moving your body. And people don't understand like what happens is, and many times, oh, sorry, Laura, I like interrupted. Oh my gosh. No, go for it. Okay. Okay. I was like, like, is she done? That was so rude to me. Um, so I, I had a thought, sorry. Oh, stuck. Yeah. So just allowing yourself to move the energy. And I said, and I, I don't know if I shared this with you or your audience before, or even my audience, but I said, like, if you're feeling overwhelmed, there's two things. One is that you haven't fully felt through the emotion, which is what you talk a lot about. Right. And me. And then two is that you don't have a clear plan of action. You're literally like everywhere. Right. And it doesn't mean like you have to have like a specific goal and achieve it. It's just like, it's just getting clear on what it is that you want to lean into, like what excites you, like mm-hmm. what excites me, maybe doesn't necessarily excite you. So yeah. us as human beings, I love that you said that is that we love to evolve, but also stay centered in the moment and feel into it because we have this like ideology when we get there, like, and I said this to you before, when we get there, we're going to feel better. But the fact that we just move back and we're like, okay, we're present, we're right here, we're right now, right? Like you said, like a form of meditation and, and accessing different parts of the brain, right? We're not going to get into that because it's like a whole other level of conversation. <laughs> I just find it very interesting um, how we always try to strive towards something and just really just knowing that life's good, life's here, right here, right now, and just to, like to center yourself and allow yourself to feel everything that's moving through. And, and that takes practice. Like, I'm not going to bullshit you. That takes a lot of awareness. And, and I, I did an actual entire thing on it yesterday, but honesty, being honest with yourself, like no one else. And I said that to my boyfriend one time, cause we were talking, I'm like, all you have to do is just be honest with yourself. You don't need to say anything to me. And he's like, oh, here we go now. <laughs> I'm like you, as soon as you're honest, you're going to set yourself free, <laughs> but it's true. It's it is, true, yeah. Right. And it's like, and I, and it's funny, like even with anything, if you're experiencing a toxic relationship right now, or you have a form of alcoholism and I'm being very extreme in my, in one of my examples, but as soon as you're like, okay, like I am not happy. My relationship is toxic. Honesty. I am drinking a little bit more often than usual. Honesty. Like that is a sense of release. Yeah. That is that is moving with resistance and not against it. Mm-hmm. Right? So I don't know how we got here, but <laughs> we got I here. love that you point that out because it is all about like that awareness too, right? It's like just cat- calling yourself out on your own BS. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, how many times I've went and opened up the fridge and looked in the fridge for something to eat. And I'm like, Laura, you're not even hungry. <laughs> I'm like, come on, <laughs> like go drink some water. Like seriously. But it's yeah. like all of these patterns and it's like, it's the subconscious mind, right? We're basically like robots most of the time. Yeah. Like yeah. I was, um, it's like 95 to 98% of like is all subconscious. Mm-hmm. It's like the tiniest part that's conscious. So when you can pull yourself into the present moment of what you're doing, mm-hmm. like that's where you're actually going to start being able to have choice because mm-hmm. you're not noticing what you're doing. You're never going to be able to change anything. People are always wanting change. Yeah. Yeah. It's about like actually like becoming present. And for those of you guys that don't know, both Melissa and I are both coaches. Mm-hmm. And one of the big things I know I was sharing this with Melissa and we both agreed on this was that um, when I was getting into this profession, mm-hmm. one of the biggest things that I hated was that coaches mm-hmm. in the past or that I've seen in the past put on this big facade, like they're just, they just know everything and all of these things. But then it's like the end of the day, we're all human beings. 
we all experience emotions. If somebody tells you that they are not, they don't have a bad day or that they like never yell at somebody now, like, you know how many times I yelled at my family when I was home? <laughs> I felt horrible for it, but I was like, holy, okay, that was a huge trigger for me. Wow, awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awareness. Yeah. What am yeah. I learning? I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm going to go work on this, but like, that was not you. That was totally all me. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, Nobody, like, nobody's perfect. Like, just own your shit. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, I love, <laughs> I love how animated you are. I can tell why you love humor and why we get along so well, uh, because it just makes the story that much better. Um, <laughs> no, I do. I, and it, when it comes to triggers, yeah. Um, triggers are, and I, I know I did like a little presentation on like the history of triggers, but emotional mastery and how we move into triggers and, and how that happens. But I love the fact that you brought up like the, the awareness around it. And sometimes you're not even aware that it's a trigger until it continues to happen. And you're so yeah. sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. And you're like, yeah. what is happening? Like what is, and, and I did this actually with um, your community as well, where I said like, what's triggering you right now in the past week or two? Like write that down and whoever is watching this right now and didn't jump on the presentation, like write that down. What triggered you this week? And then go back to it. What's the same emotion or feeling, same thing, sorry, or thought that triggered you in the past. And when you can attach those two, you're going to have awareness as to where it started. More than likely you're going to think of it usually. And I said this like somatic therapy, it's a lot through like like sensory as well as images, because as soon as that happens, there's like a, it, it's like a shock in the nervous system. I'm closing my eyes because we hold on to this energy for so long. And then because we're holding on to it, we haven't actually fully released it. It stays stuck. Right. Yeah. So knowing the awareness again, okay. So what triggered me this week? This, this is what triggered me. Like you talked about that. Like you journaled on it. Like you journal, like this is what pissed me off and then go back. Okay. This is the same feeling that pissed me off in the past. Right. And there's like a whole process from it, but as long as you're the first step is awareness, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but the first step is like really just being aware of it. And then, okay. So maybe one more thing you could ask yourself is like, okay, so how, what can I do or what do I need to know? Or what do I need to learn? Or who do I need to speak to in order to change this trigger? Like that's literally two steps that you can take. That's mm -hmm. it. Like it, I know it sounds okay. Yeah. Mel, you're like totally giving me some like tips, but like, how the F do I do this? Right. Yeah. You just got to choose. That's it. You just got to choose. And I don't know any other way in which to give you that information, but mm -hmm. the only way in which you will learn is you choose and you do it yourself because we are in a world right now where we are downloading and processing so much information that we're not actually integrating it. Mm -hmm. And as a result, we're staying stuck and the energy staying stuck in the nervous system. Yeah. So move, start with those questions and then begin to integrate it. And there's yeah. so much like science and everything, like proving that, like, I know people always sometimes think I'm crazy. They're like energy, energy. I'm like, everything is energy, <laughs> right? It is, but it's like, there's so much science backing all of this now, how all these emotions, literally emotions are just these, this energy that sits stored mm -hmm. inside of us. And so much of it is from our childhood and our past that we yeah. did not learn how to properly energetically release. Yeah. And all of these, they're all like frequency. So all yeah. of these emotions are sitting within our body. They're a, a lower frequency. They're more dense. Mm -hmm. And what do you think happens when there's this, this energetic mismatch of where your soul is compared to all of these emotions you're storing? Mm -hmm. It causes disease. It causes all of these things that are happening in society. And we're all like, 
oh, like what's going on? Oh, let me go to the doctor for this. Let me go to the, this. It's like, no, you have to do the energy work. That's why energy healing and all of these things are like, and I've experienced it myself. For those of you guys that have been following my journey over the last three years since I got into this, I literally feel like I've been like 10 different people within that. Like sometimes I feel like I'm a nutcase because I'm like, I feel like I've lived multiple lives within lives, but that's the power of it, right? It's like when you can learn how to do this stuff, it is incredible the growth you have. Like you're never stuck, Mm -hmm. you're never too far gone. You just need to like apply the knowledge and keep plugging in. Like there's so many people right now, like me and Melissa, like we're so passionate about this because we never got educated on this. And it's like, we need the world to know this stuff because there's so many people struggling. There's so many people suffering. Like I want people to get up in the morning and be excited to like, wake up to life. Like I want people to be excited about the people that they're surrounding themselves. I want people to be happy with like the place that they're living. I want people to be like excited about looking at their bank account. I want people to be excited to go to work. And we've been told for so long that it's not capable. Like we're not capable of it. And it's bullshit. I'm telling you right now it's bullshit. You can do it. You just need to tap into the right people in order to learn the skills. And it's all just repetition, just like going to the gym. That's something society has programmed us into. Okay. You go to the gym and you're consistent. You're going to get results. Okay. People are like, okay, I go to the gym. I'm consistent. I'm going to get results. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I say it's the exact same thing with anything in life. If you can apply that exact same thing and not beat yourself up about it and just continue like showing up that 1% Mm -hmm. better every single day and keep doing it. Like everybody is going to freaking get where they want to go. And I know you're huge on that evolution over a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you said like, it is. And I love that too. And it's just like the 1% and, and let's get like really specific here. Like even when it comes and I share this with you too, is like when it comes to patterns, one thing, one thing, it doesn't mean you change everything. It could be the one thing such as being aware of your trigger. Cause it takes two to six months, two to six months to change one pattern. That's why when I always do goal setting, I'm very specific, 90 day game plan times two, if it's a six months, we're going to do two goals. Sometimes the one goal moves into the second goal, right? Is because, and if we're like going everywhere and that's like, I love how you said, like you're going everywhere, but that aligns with you. That doesn't align with everyone, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and it's all about like the feeling attached to it. If you are going everywhere, then you're like, okay, this isn't feeling good, but Laura, it feels good. Some other people, what you're going to see is be like, okay, I need to focus on one or two things right? Because it's actually called, <clears throat> it's called the dip, a dip and dive, I believe. But after three months, most people give up. It's called the dip and dive. It's psychologically proven or scientifically proven that after three months, most people give up. They give up on the gym. They give up on themselves. They give up on the relationship. Maybe they're going to counseling. And after three months, they just stop doing the things that actually made them feel good. And that's because of they're not, they have to reprogram themselves over, I would say six months to a year, at least it takes yeah. at least six months to a year at least focus on one or two things. And, and I, it's like the caterpillar, right? It's like the, I don't know why I'm doing this analogy, but it's literally like the cat. There's like, I don't, I'm not going to, okay. So let's say, what are you going to do? Do it. Right. So like the caterpillar goes in and formulates the cocoon, but what happens is it turns out to be a butterfly. But what people don't realize is like, there's lots of different, like there's not cocoons. There's lots of different, like caterpillars that are beside you right like don't go in there you won't come out alive don't you dare oh, I can't believe you're walking in there I just heard that when you go in there you will not come out alive like some you're gonna change you're gonna be a completely different person and that scares the shit out of me yes this is the perfect analogy I love it so, much. so it's like it's like other people yeah. trying to and it's okay it's, it's not they're bad or good people and I don't want to label them it's just like they're it's literally different. pushing their beliefs on you it's like okay I'm going in, I'm going in. don't go in don't go in don't go in you're not gonna 
then you literally jump in, you come to butterfly and then all these caterpillars down here is like, I don't even recognize that person anymore. I don't know who they are. I can't believe they're that colorful. Who do they think they are? They put themselves on a pedestal because of their beliefs that they formulated over a long period of time. And then there's this butterfly example of you who's just like shedding and constantly evolving. And that's why I say like evolution over a lifetime is because if you choose to stay in the caterpillar stage and you don't move into the butterfly stage, then you're going to sit there your entire life. And I'm telling you, it's a lot more fun to fly than it is to fucking stay on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. And the cool thing is, is like, as you go through that, like, I love that analogy. It's so cool as you choose to go in there and like go in there and then come out as a butterfly too, like that whole thing where you're gonna, like you are becoming a new human being, which means you are going to, it's going to take time for you to be okay with your new self. Yeah. Right. And it's like, we, we don't know what we don't know. So when we see people going through this interchange, we don't know what it is because we've never experienced it. So we're just, we're curious. Yeah. We're like, what is this person doing? Cause like, I see something different mm-hmm. and it is not necessarily a good or bad thing. It's just different, you know, but then usually it's the person that went through the change. that actually shifts the energy that makes it weird because yeah. we are not actually fully integrated with that change yet. So mm-hmm. we're still unconfident with who we are becoming. Yeah. So like, it's like literally like in general with everything in life, it's like whatever other people around you do and mm-hmm. they choose to do empower them empower any decision, like empower a decision. Like the decision is what needs to be empowered. It doesn't matter about the outcome. People are going to go along this journey and like, whatever the hell happens, happens. Like release control from everybody else around you. Worry about your own inner self. Yeah. Like, what do I want to do right now? Empower that decision. But then anybody around you just empower their decisions. Mm -hmm. Because Everybody is just on this journey, trying to fucking figure this shit out. Yeah. Oh, and it's like, we don't need more judgment. We don't need more hate. We don't need more of this stuff guys. We just need more love. People need to be loved. People need to be empowered and people just need to be supported in what they're doing. Even if you don't agree with it, Mm. not everybody's going to agree with what you want. I love how you shared earlier, how it's like, just because Melissa talks to her mom, doesn't mean that I'm going to try to talk to somebody and it feels good to me Mm -hmm. Yeah. to make what Melissa's doing wrong. No, she feels good doing it. I would love doing that too. Just saying, but But like, it's just an example, right? It's like, the thing is, is like, I always see other people experiences everything as expanders. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you just get to experience and witness and just observe and be curious again. Yeah. And then try things yourself. Mm-hmm. And then if it works for you, great. If it doesn't move on. Yeah. And, and I love that. I love that you said that. Cause everyone talks a lot about alignment, like what is alignment? Right. And like, I was talking to a client of mine actually the other day, obviously I'm not going to name names. And she's talking about money mindset. That's like a whole other topic itself, which I can slowly go into, but a lot of things that we learned about money and talking about other people and judging that money is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And it's really not a bad thing. Cause when you think about money and I'm going to talk about it, some people, if you feel uncomfortable right now, then maybe there's some work to do mm-hmm. that money was basically um, created for a service. Because what they found back in the day is that you can't necessarily, you can't exchange a bedpost for a chair, right? You can't necessarily exchange a full cow for a chicken because the services aren't a fair exchange of energy. So that's why a lot of people say money's energy because it's fair exchange, right? Mm -hmm. So what they did, and I believe it was like 700 years ago, I believe it's in China, don't quote me on that, is that they started bringing in money. They started bringing in money. 
So what happened was people of power, people of power started taking advantage of it. And I always say this, I say, get a good person, right? You get to define what a good person is based on values, right? Or a bad person based on values. Get a good person, sprinkle money on top. What's going to happen? They're going to elevate. Get a bad person, how you want to define it, sprinkle money on top. What are they going to do, right? It's not about the money. It's about the person and who they are and what they do with the money. All money is, is a fair exchange. It's, it's an illusion. Money is an illusion. It's created by human beings. And it's the same thing as time. Time's an illusion. It was created by human beings. It's like, if I said this to you, Laura, and I said, okay, you meet me at the corner. I'm looking at a house. You meet me at the corner of the house when the sun hits the side of the window. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, so true. They, yeah. <laughs> and I never thought about time like that. Like money. Yeah. Like I've under, under, yeah. it's like, yeah, before like the old days, like they didn't even like care about like time and stuff. And they would just kind of do their own thing within their like community. Yes. Yeah, like once things started getting bigger and the world started getting bigger, then they needed, they needed other milestones. Yeah. <laughs> and then the sun so, and the moon and the stars, you know? Yeah. And, and it's true. Right. And I, I know there's like a whole other deeper thing on this, but like, and then just going back to that, like meet me there at this time, it just doesn't make sense to you. So they needed obviously structure. Yeah, it makes sense. So when I say to my clients, when you're hitting like a, and, and I love that you say this pivoting with purpose, when you want a 90 day game plan, yeah, there is science behind it. It's really important to have a 90 day, but I say to my clients, it's okay if you don't get there because what's going to happen is you're going to have a vision. That's why vision is much bigger than you. Goals are small. They're breaking it down. Vision is much bigger than you. A vision actually isn't in you, isn't you. Desires are you. A vision is bigger. So when you're setting or I'm setting a 90 day game plan. What's that one goal that we want to achieve based on science, based on human beings, based on our patterns, right? Okay. So if you don't hit it, that's fine. How can what Laura says, pivot with purpose? Mm -hmm. What didn't feel good? You're always going to learn as you go through it. Nothing's linear. Nothing is linear. So going back to time is like, if you're setting goals right now, it's important to make a 90 day game plan based on science, but it's also important for you to remember that time was created by human beings. It's also important for you to remember that you're going to learn through the trenches. It's like being in relationships. You're going to learn what works and doesn't work for you. So when you're setting these 90 day game plans, the number one first step to do always is create a vision because it's not just about you and it's bigger than you. Yeah. We'll and then ourselves, but we won't give up on like a vision, you know, like when it involves your family, when it involves other people, when it involves the community, like you're not going to give up. No. And I agree with you. And I'll say one more thing and I'll totally let you like ease into this. I know you have a lot too, is desires. Like desires are us, right? There's like, like normal human desires. A lot of people talk about like houses and stuff, and that can be a desire. There's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you're a good person and money sprinkle on top of you and you want a house, then fucking do it. Okay. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's, it's, I got like very passionate there. What was my point? I had a really good point to that. Let me go back to the desire. So desires is more like, like security safety, right? Things that we crave and that we want. Get clear on your desire, what it is that you want, set one goal, and then make a vision for yourself. That's the biggest thing that I do, especially with my clients. Like, you know this, like, it's like, what is the bigger picture? What's the one goal and what it is that you love to do? Yeah. I got passionate. That was like a whole other passion. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so true. Right. And it's like, like, stop overcomplicating things. Like just get back to the basics, get simple, like choose something you want to do and just work for it. You know, yeah. like yeah. things are not going to show up in your lap. Like we, no. we can't expect that all of a sudden we're going to wake up tomorrow, just living this dream life. If you think that, then like, 
I hope it happens for you. <laughs> Let me know your secret. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's funny. You said that too. The other day, I had another client who's like incredible as well. She's like telling me her whole day. And I'm like, this sounds like your ideal day. Like this literally, because again, we're striving for a goal to get there. We think we're to feel better. She's like, oh my God, this is literally, I'm living my ideal day. Yeah. And I'm like, that's how simple it could be. But we just have these expectations that just drive so much tension in our body and we hold yeah. it. And we have these beliefs and blocks that just don't formulate with who we are. Mm-hmm. I love how you just shared that. Like something just came into my mind. Yeah. It's crazy how, like, I love how she's living her ideal day now. And it just like immediately like pulled me back to when I was, um, well, two times in my life when I was still working as a paramedic and I was working like so much, like driving over an hour commute to and from work. And I started my business with Isogenics and network marketing. And I was like, I saw a vision of what my day could look like if I could work from home and work for myself. And so there's that. And then also when I quit my job and yeah. jumped into this full time, mm-hmm. there was another time where I had the time freedom, mm-hmm. yet I did not have the actual understanding mm-hmm. in which all the expectations. So I had the time freedom, yet I was still a prisoner in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I had all, everything that I wanted, yet I still was like, I didn't know how to put those things into action yet. I hadn't integrated mm-hmm. all of those things yet. And then there's now, and it's like, now, like I'm living that ideal day. I get, I don't, I, sometimes I set an alarm. Sometimes I don't like, it depends. Sometimes I go to bed early. Sometimes I don't depends on how I feel. That was like the main thing for me. I'm like, some days I'm really motivated in the middle, like the middle of the night. I literally at 9 PM, I'm like opening up my computer. Like that's my work time from 9 PM until 2 AM. Like some, like last week, that was me. This week I was up early. I was up at 8 a.m. And then like I was doing stuff throughout the day and I would go to bed at like 10 o'clock and I was exhausted, you know? But it was like having that time freedom of being able to do that stuff. And it's, I never like, I'm so like glad that you brought that up because it's like we don't appreciate or we don't see what like, it's like, I'm like such a grateful person, but it's like, and now I find I'm so grateful for like the small things. I'm like a child. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this tastes like V8 splash. I love it. You know, like when it comes to like the bigger things still, it's like, we all have so much work to do. Yeah. It's like really just sinking in that gratitude and understanding how far we came. Yeah. So far, like think about where you were like a year ago, two years ago, even the beginning of this year, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like, and it doesn't have to be big things. It could be like the smallest things ever. It's all about our expectations. I always say this too. I'm like, what you expect for the day is basically what's setting you up for your success or your failure. Yeah. If I wake up in the morning and I'm like, if I brush my teeth today, like that's a freaking big win for me. (laughs) Yeah. No, and that's okay. Mm, And if you get up, you brush your teeth, you've already won for the day. So whatever you do extra is bonus. Yeah. If I'm setting like these massive goals for myself to do, Mm. and then I don't do them, I'm seeing it as a failure. Instead, why don't I set like, like, if I do three of these things, like every day, only three things. And then anything else that I do, cause chances are, once I do three things that I enjoy, I'm going to be fired up to do more yeah. and more yeah. is always extra, but then it makes you feel good. So it's like set yeah. your expectations, like yeah. realistic for what you're actually doing. And like, like Mel said, like build those layers, like master mm-hmm. it. Okay. Go on to the next master it, go on to the next uh-huh. and just keep going yes. until it keeps feeling good and just follow oh. those feels. Those feels are everything. Like 
oh, I get so passionate about it because <laughs> nobody understands that they've got this incredible mm-hmm. system within them that is just the yeah. GPS leading them to that pursuit of happiness yeah. that you just need to learn how to use. Yeah. Oh. And I love, I love that you said that because a lot of people too, <clears throat> speaking of like all this, what you're sharing is like worthiness too. Yeah. Right? A lot of people attach their worthiness to money mm-hmm. or time or people or like, it's, it's crazy, but I always say to people like, and I know it's easier said than done. I'm just like, <clears throat> excuse me. I say, you're born. Like you're worthy enough. You made it out of trillions of sperm. Literally. You know, you're like, a rock star. <laughs> you're a rock star. Like celebrate that. But, but no, going back to it. And, and this is what I say to people, even just how I make like business decisions. Cause like, obviously I'm a coach for other coaches to help them build their business, but there's different ways I make business decisions. Structure is important hundred percent, but you know why it's only 20% of the game. So that structure, um, sorry, um, strategy, 80% is mindset, but if you're only doing mindset and you're not doing strategy, then you're really missing out on the opportunity of both like the yin and the yang still energy, yin male and yang yang female, right? Like back and forth, right? Same thing. And when I, and I guide them in making business decisions, I'm like, okay, what's the first thing? What, where, why, when, how don't want to make business decisions. Let's just say life. What, where, why, when, how? ask yourself all these questions. What's the goal that you want to achieve for yourself? Right. After that, it's really just about like asking yourself an alignment. Does this, these decisions align with my life and my business, Uh right? Am I integrating these into it? And then you can move into strategy, right? You can break down strategy from there. And then after that is energy work, right? Uh Everything connects. And then at lastly is reevaluating, right? Like after you just say you, I don't know, let's just say you set a goal and you're done the goal at the end. You really want to reevaluate everything. How did I feel? What's the emotions? What did I experience? What's the feedback that I received um, from people that went through the program, right? So it's really getting clear on that, but you're still allowing mind. Oh, sorry, shadow work is in there. You're still allowing shadow work, which is like literally personal development. That's a little bit deeper. It's kind of going into your uh, inner wounds, right? But if you have a clear- everything. Yeah. Like all of your being is perfect. all your, be- yes. It's not this toxic positivity where it's just yeah. like, Ooh, good vibes only. It's like, no, you're going to have shitty days. Yeah. You're going to have days where you are not happy. You're yeah. going to have days where you feel alone. You're going to have days where you feel this. It's okay, but they're all perfect because they're there for a reason. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. And I agree yeah. with you. And, and that's just like the structure. I'm not going to get too deep into it, but it's important to have that. And speaking what you said is shadow work. Like when I do shadow work, I cry every time. That's the shadow work. Like, I cry. Well, yeah. I cry every time. Like I literally, I'm like, okay, babe, give me some time. I'm going to go in and do some shadow work. He's like, great. You're going to come out feeling great. Like if I'm feeling the tricked, butterfly, like, you know, you're going to the dark. Yeah, I'm going like, in. Yeah. <laughs> babe, I'm going in. Then he's one of them. It's okay. Do it. I'm watching you. Come in with me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, uh, jokes aside, but no, I, I actually cry every time I do it. I'm like, holy shit. There's a layer. Holy shit there's a layer. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I had no idea that I was acting this way. And your ego, that's a whole other conversation is going to come in and be like, that's bullshit. They shouldn't, (laughs) they shouldn't have treated you like this because it's a protection. It's a protection mode. Let me give you an analogy about an ego. And then I want you to feed off this. I know we need to get off soon. This is, let me give you everyone who's watching an analogy. Okay. I mean, yeah. So basically it's like Laura's on stage right now. Right. And then just let's just say Laura's ego is in the audience, right? So Laura performed, she did incredible. The audience is standing up. They're so excited. They're cheering her on. They're throwing her roses. She's like standing up. 
she's taking a bow. All of a sudden the ego runs on stage and stands in front of her is like, yeah, I did it, I did it. Yeah, thank you. And then Laura's behind. That's literally what the ego does, okay? Mm -hmm. The ego takes credit for absolutely everything. Literally. It's so true. So it's really important. And I do a whole exercise on ego and essence, right? Which is really important to tune into too, is just like what you say, centering your essence. Like, who am I? What are my values? What excites me? Mm -hmm. Can't get too deep into this, but like the ego just takes credit for fucking everything. So just be aware of it when you're doing shadow work, because it's going to come up and it's going to be like, who do they think they are? You don't have to answer this question. Yeah, literally. (laughs) It's it's kind of cool. Like, I love that analogy. Like, I just love analogies. I just, people, if you can't tell, like I'm always drawing pictures, like I'm always like (laughs) doing crazy stuff, but, um, how you were saying, like the ego takes credit for everything because it doesn't matter whether like it's like, like you said, if it's like a bad thing, like it's either the victim yeah. and you're blaming everybody else yeah. or when you're helping people, it's like, oh yeah, I helped them. <laughs> it's like, yo, like what the hell? Like get out of here. Like, oh, yeah. it's just like, yeah. it's like learning how to like use it to like feel you in like a way or just like acknowledge and understand it. And just like, like you're a really good ego. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Thank you for your input, but I don't need you right now. I don't need you right now. And I love that you said that because I, there was, with my client, I did a whole exercise in it and she literally had, she's like, I'm like, when does the ego come in? Like we had a whole breakdown, but this is what she said. She's like, when I'm in the shower for some reason, it just comes in. I'm like, oh, like we describe what it looks like, what its name was, like everything. So she could have a visualization when it did appear. And she's like, yeah, like Santa had this like sexy outfit on and she like named it and it was like sexy. <laughs> And it like came on her shoulder when she was like naked, but her nakedness was her essence, Mm. was her true inner being. It was the most powerful exercise that we ever did. And what she'd say to her, and I'll give people one tool that is watching. It was like, you know what? I know you're always here to help me and I appreciate you. And you've done a lot of things for me. I just want to let you know right now that I've got this. Yeah. It, there's different ways that you could do it. And there's a whole bunch of like things, but like, if I can give your audience anything, it's like, and then she said, the ego went, she's like, I was naked. I was so vulnerable. And I started crying and I was like, wow. Did anybody else get like incredible downloads in the shower and have incredible revelations? <laughs> yeah. The water's so grounding, but like, I'm almost thinking like the longest showers. Cause I'm like, this is so heavenly. And like, yes. it literally, it'll bring up the good. It'll bring up the bad. But it's like, yeah. the, it grounds you. It's like, I was listening to something um, and it was like, whenever you feel like you're alone, mother nature and like mother earth is always there to hold you. Whether you go outside in nature, like she's there holding you, whether you're underwater, like in there, like she's literally like wrapping her arms around you and embracing you and your whole divine essence all the time. So if you ever feel like you're alone, go outside, get yourself in water because it's Mm -hmm. so grounding, like have a bath. I've been having so many baths lately. I literally bring my crystals right in the bath with me. Like they're literally like my babies. Like I like bring them like from upstairs. I'm like, okay, let's go. <laughs> bring them down with me. I like, set them up with my candles here around my computer. I actually didn't bring them down this morning. I was like doing a little cleanse from them. I'm like, I need to bring you. They're still upstairs. But normally I'm like bringing them around. Like I bring them in the bath. Like I bring yeah. them here. Like I bring them here. Oh, I love the full moon coming up. So we've got to all put our crystals by the windowsill and charge them up. Yeah. I love that. I actually pictured you getting out and cleaning it with the towel <laughs> literally like I yeah they're like literally like my babies yeah and, like, I just love crystals because like 
one of those other things that are they're like super easy for people to bring into their environment and it helps energetically like crystals store energy it seems woo woo. you put your crystals underneath the moon yet the moon is so like energized it literally guys yeah it pulls tides and we forget this stuff but it's like when you can like our phones are made of like crystal it's like there's so much stuff that we don't know but it's like there's so many different crystals that can help you energetically so we'll find your crystal store in your like current like place where you're living or like reach out to me and like I'll gladly connect you with somebody to like give you info on crystals because they're like oh and I love that too and I love what I feel or hear from that is safety Mm -hmm. I literally hear and if and just like like I hear like so much safety and that's what we crave as human beings. But even if someone's like, let's just say someone in your audience, probably not, but I know your audience loves all this stuff, but let's just say someone in your audience doesn't love crystals, but having something like I, as children, what we have is children. We have teddy bears, Yeah. right? Maybe we I have like a teddy bear. Here I am living alone, just single. <laughs> I'm like, I need like a teddy bear or something. Oh, the big ones. You can buy a big one, actually. Yeah. It's like, let's go on Amazon. It actually exists. You're going to like actually- an Amazon Prime teddy bear. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm not kidding you. It's, it's like, there's actually one, there's an actual professional huggers out there just to let you know, FYI. Um, but people, people, Pat, Pat has the best hugs. Oh, Pat LeBlanc. If you ever need a hug, go to Pat. That was my like, mom. That was my mom. Oh yeah. Whenever Pat and I hug, we just like, we, we separate our legs a little bit so we can just tripod and just like stay there. <laughs> We're like, this is the best. I'm so visual. I see like don't want to like leave. (laughs) We're like, okay, this has been awkwardly long. We should probably stop now. (laughs) But this is so good. No, yeah. Like about like human touch that like just fuels your soul. Because there's so much out there that you can do to just like like how this is like my company name, but reignite your soul. (laughs) Like it's like there's so much out there that you can do and just hopefully something in this resonated with you. Pick one thing. One thing out of this whole entire thing that you want to try. Don't try all of them. No. You'll get overwhelmed and you'll burn yourself out. Exactly. Like with your self-care stuff, you'll burn yourself out. Trust me, I've been there. (laughs) I want it all. One one thing. And I know I'm like, probably like me and Mel, like if you're on here, you're probably attracted to her energy, but you want to do everything. It's it's an issue, right? You want to do everything. It's like, you got to rein yourself in. Master one one thing. thing, one thing. Yeah. I love that because like, it's even proven, they say 10,000 hours to master one thing, but like, even think about it when you go to school, how long do you go to school to be a doctor? Seven years. You don't just learn one thing, but obviously you focus on one area, right? Mm -hmm. Like it takes a lot of years. Like you, me, even me being a coach, like I've, yes, I have a social work background. I took like two and a half years of that. And I'm a year and a year and a half, maybe new as a coach. And I'm learning so much, but let me tell you, I'm constantly evolving and I'm mastering in emotional mastery right now too, but there is other elements too, but I just see the target, hit the target, see the target, hit the target. Right. And it's just like, okay, I'm on my GPS analogy. I'm on my GPS and I see it. You have to remember is that we all get to the same destination, but there's always going to be pit stops, right? Like maybe I'm going to go to Laura's house and have like a shake or a glass of wine, (laughs) or maybe I'm going to go to uh, my cousin's house and maybe just have a connection night and sleep over. But point being is that there's going to be ways or things that distract you or stop you. But as long as you know what the target is, Mm -hmm. the vision then you're going to get there. We're all going to get there. And vision isn't about a destination. It's actually not. It's really just about like getting there and reevaluating and then expanding again. So getting back on the road, we're constantly getting back on the road 
until you obviously leave this earth. And then obviously it's a whole other conversation, but it's, there's yeah, no- I'd love to have at some point. Yeah. I've chatted with it about me because I'm so obsessed with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I can learn some stuff from you there, but yeah. And I just want to say like, that's, I, that's what I want to leave people with. I know we're jumping off, but that's what I want to leave people with is just like, focus on one thing. No, there's going to be detours no matter what. And, and there's a lot of resources out there. And if you say there's not, then that's just, that's just being uh, ignorant. And I would say ignorant means room for growth. There's always room for growth constantly, but don't just focus on one thing, master one thing. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for being on here, Melissa. I just love you so much. We'll definitely you. have to do this again. Yes. We'll do this again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> on when that happens um, oh. I am doing gonna do some with Emily Nozo as well which I'm like super excited for so I'll keep everybody posted on um, what's going down with these lives but I just thought it'd be fun to just share some tools share some energy and just share some life experiences and stories and everything because yeah. we're all going through our stuff yet we're all human and we just got to come together in these times and just keep lifting each other up and keep moving forward Mm-hmm. So, so much yeah. for being on here, Melissa. And thanks thank to everybody you. who was on here watching. You make me feel so good. Thank you. Oh, I love you so much. Bye. 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 Bye.